Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events around the Endless Mountains. Well, we're halfway through the series on conservation leaders. And we're really excited to talk about this week's conservation leader. Because he is also, as it turns out, a former governor of the Keystone State. So this week we're discussing the life of Gifford Pinchot considered to be the pioneer of U.S. forestry. So who exactly was this fella named Gifford Pinchot? So Gifford Pinchot was born in 1865 um, in Simsbury, Connecticut. He came from a family of upper-class merchants, politicians, and landowners. His family was very passionate about his education. So as a child, he was sent to some of the best schools in the eastern United States, And when it came time for college, Pinchot enrolled in Yale University. His father really wanted him to become a forester, but this wasn't a program that Yale offered. So he actually traveled clear over to France, and he studied at the French National School of Forestry. And then when he returned to the United States, he applied the skills he learned abroad and began the forestry movement in the U.S. He worked as a resident forester for Vanderbilt's Biltmore Forest Estate for three years, And then several years later, he became involved with the National Forest Commission, created by the National Academy of Sciences. So back in 1889, uh, Pinchot actually became head of the Division of Forestry, uh, which was actually under the U.S. Department of Agriculture at the time. And he's known for reforming the management and development of forests in the United States and also for advocating for conservation of the nation's reserves by planned use and renewal. So in 1900, he actually established the Society of American Foresters, which is still alive today. And it's an organization that helped to bring credibility to the forestry profession. The Pinchot family also endowed two-year graduate level school of forestry at Yale University. School is actually known as the forest school at the Yale School of the Environment. That's a tongue twister. So then in 1901, Pinchot's good friend and also president, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, created a position of chief of the United States Forest Service. That was in 1905. And Pinchot was the obvious choice for this position because they're pretty good friends. Uh, he served in this role for five years under Roosevelt and then under President Taft until 1910. Uh, Pinchot also worked with the National Conservation Commission in 1910, and the commission was started by Teddy Roosevelt and conducted over 200 studies on the lands in North America. Pinchot actually served as the chairman of its executive committee. Then eventually Pinchot moved on and he left the world of forestry, and he set his sights on higher offices in politics. And... He became the governor of Pennsylvania, 1922. Throughout his other roles, he always remained an advocate for conservation and natural resource management. So today, Pinchot's legacy can be remembered via the Pinchot Institute of Conservation. The Institute's an internationally recognized nonprofit conservation organization with programs throughout the United States and several countries. And it carries out in-depth studies on key conservation concerns Um, It helps to develop innovative approaches to advance conservation practices, provides education programs to develop the conservation leaders of tomorrow, 
and conducts conservation conferences to help shape future policy. And this work is made possible by contributions from private donors through major support from foundations and other organizations committed to environmental and natural resource conservation. And the Institute also has an ongoing partnership with the USDA Forest Service. All right, so you know what is one of the oldest national forests in the United States? Is it the Gifford Pinchot National Forest? How'd you know? Lucky guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. So it's included as part of the Mount Rainier Forest Reserve. And that was back in 1897. And the area was set aside as the Columbia National Forest in 1908. And then it was renamed the Gifford Pinchot National Forest, 1949. After none other than Chief of the Forest Service, Gifford Pinchot. Uh, so... If you're looking for solitude, social activity, creative inspiration, wildlife, or scenic beauty, go check it out. Um, it's located in southwestern Washington state, and the forest now encompasses over 1,312,000 acres. That's huge. It also includes 110,000 acre Mount St. Helens National Volcanic Monument, and that was established by Congress back in 1982. So if you're looking for something a little closer to home, we also have the Gifford Pinchot State Park right here in Pennsylvania. And it's a 2,338 acre full service park. It's located in York County, right along PA 177. It consists of a lot of reverting farm fields, wooded hillsides, and it's most known for its 340 acre Pinchot Lake. So there's several hiking trails there. Also actually a portion of the Mason Dixon Trail runs through Pinchot State Park. And they also offer guided pontoon boat tours on the lake, as well as kayaking, canoeing, paddleboarding, and prime bass fishing. You ever been there? I have not. Uh, neither have I. Sounds like a great state park to visit. Yeah, it does. All right, and if you've ever been out uh, Interstate 84, um, you might have noticed right there on the, the border of New Jersey and Pennsylvania, uh, located in Milford, there's the Great Towers, which was completed in 1886 by Gifford's father, James Pinchot, and he was a successful businessman and philanthropist. Uh, eventually, the home was gifted to Gifford, and in 1963, Gifford's son, Dr. Gifford Bryce Pinchot, donated Great Towers and 102 acres to the U.S. Forest Service. This is to carry forward the principle set forth by his father, and so... Today, the USDA Forest Service, with numerous partners, actually administers the site education. They provide a conference area, leadership center, public programs, tours, educations, uh, seminars. You get the idea. There's a lot of things that they offer there, and uh, it's open to the public. Check the hours. Uh, I was on there earlier today. It said it was closed at the time. It might be because of the whole COVID thing. Um, check it out before you go. But um, really great place to visit, and it's local. So hopefully you learned a little bit about the pioneer of the U.S. Forest Service. And if you get a chance, maybe take a weekend trip to Gray Towers or um, Pinchot State Park. Sounds like a good idea. All right, so we do have a couple of events for you. The first one is a winter tree identification walk, and that's at Lackawanna State Park on January 29th from 1 to 3.30. And you can tag along with the park naturalist to learn how to tell one tree from another, all without the use of leaves. 
So the tree ID walk will start inside to go over the basics, and then you'll head out for a mile-long walk at the Rollins Road access, um, dress for the weather, obviously, and wear proper footwear, and they'll meet in the Environmental Learning Center. Pre-registration is required, and you can do this at events.dcnr.pa.gov. Hey, if you can't make it to the Winter Tree Identification Walk, on February 12th from 11 to 3, there's a Winterfest at Lackawanna State Park. And uh, there's a ton of things to do at the Winterfest. Uh, they have scheduled events, which include intro to ice fishing. There's a guided bird walk. There's a guided winter tree ID walk again. So like I said, if you missed the first one, you can attend that one. Uh, there's ice safety and rescue demonstrations. There's intro to ice fishing. There's a search and rescue presentation. They also mentioned that there'll be the Howling Huskies sled dog demonstrations, winter camping and cooking, kids' winter craft and activities. Uh, there'll be snowshoes to rent out. There'll be a disc golf course and ice skating area. Uh, and also, there'll be educational booths to check out. So make sure you check the snow and ice conditions before you head out. Like I said, it's February 12th from 11 to 3. So it sounds like good day. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or even make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors.